0: I said, you're encouraging him that if he hangs around a bar, he's going to make money. I said, he's like six. (laughs) He's like, oh, you're right. So... It's like a sweatshop in Juliet. (laughs) To go in the... I mean, yeah, you can slip out and kind of give it a poke. (laughs) Uh, But... uh, if you're trying to go. Guys. Give it right. a poke. Guys. <laughs> I feel like I did, but. We've been talking too long. No Jonas story this time. Uh, did, you, did you find out? Hear about the cake yesterday? <sighs> Here, okay, we got so, a Jonas like, story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sing you dirty
1: everybody, welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Hey buddy. Hey guy. How you been man?
0: Been okay, how about you? Uh,
1: long day at work. Um, And I I don't know if I want to jump right into a topic. Because I, I don't want to mismatch everything. But I want to talk about like social faux pas and shit that people do at a bar that you're not supposed to fucking do. Okay. All right. And I don't know if you've experienced stuff like this, but
0: I'm sure I have.
1: You you have a family restaurant, which yes. also has a bar. Correct, Amundo. So when people bring kids to the bar, that's acceptable because you almost expect that. Well, but they, they don't they put they the don't.
0: kids at the bar, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they, you see like a dad come in and get a beer and then go sit down.
1: Exactly. That's um, or okay. Like when mind.
0: they're waiting for a pizza.
1: But the dad's not getting rip roaring drunk or anything like that. All right. Usually, we, no. We've had uncertain incidents, uh, but we have a couple clients that uh, think it's okay to bring their toddler in.
0: Yeah, because they're classy.
1: While they drink. Do you and, tell them to they go? And get, they get drunk. Yeah. Like, the legitimate... You could see the slurred speech starting to come out. Yeah. So... On separate occasions, I've had to request that, hey, you know, you can't drink with the kid here. Uh, it's past six o'clock. We're a bar, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, and it, there's no real legal thing that tells me that I have to get these people out. But this is something that I say because I don't want a kid in the bar no, as mommy a or thing. daddy if is
0: classified as a bar kid can't be in there.
1: Well, I, you can make the argument that we serve food. I guess we're like that little hybrid. We're
0: not a restaurant, but we're not. You know, well, you know, oh at a bar with a bag of chips behind the fucking There <laughs> give me them chips. Alright, now my kid can eat here.
1: I I just fucking don't get it. And the problem is we're viewed as the bad guy. <laughs> we get the negative review. And anybody that was like gonna actually write a review on Yelp or whatever fucking thing they want to do, and they would write something about it, like how how could they defend themselves?
0: So are they actually like reviewing you and saying they would not let no, me bring but my it, kid in?
1: I'm just, that's what I'm saying. Like you could just picture them telling their friends, like, "Oh, they're fucking rude over there. They
0: told me to leave."
1: Well, well they're most they likely you...
0: <laughs> an alcoholic and not going to remember the incident anyway. I mean, if you can't, if you can't go to, you know, if you got to watch your kid, like, say your wife's at work and you say, I, you know, I want to have a beer, then have a drink at home, it's, sit on the couch, you know.
1: It blows my mind, dude. To this, I
0: day. I used to. Um, when I used to frequent the bars in the area, there was always one guy we would see out. All right. And this guy... And I forget his, or his first name. I, th- I want to say it was Tim. And Tim had a perm, which made him a dork from the start. <laughs> Andrew, you can learn something from Tim. Um, the perm's better than your
1: <laughs> ponytail. Uh,
0: but Tim would show up at the bar, <clears throat> and his wife would bartend at, at one bar... bar uh, 30 buck every now and again. Well... We'd always see Tim out at the bar, and his little kids would be running around. Uh, and he'd be sitting there getting fucked. He'd be bellied up, getting hammered, and his kids were doing whatever. And we were playing cards at the 30 buck one night. I've <clears> and my, 30
1: bucks several times. Now I'm visioning everything. Yeah. Okay.
0: And we were sitting there, and, and the one kid was like cleaning up bottles. Okay. Like picking them up and like helping. And our how, one friend. How old like, was he? He was probably about six. He was cleaning
1: up the bar. Like He's picking bar up beer bottles.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> Because his mom was bartending and his dad was getting hammered. Okay. And our one friend went to like, oh, thanks, man, and went to give him a dollar. And I said, don't, I said, don't tip him. I said, you're encouraging him that if he hangs around a bar, he's going to make money. I said, he's like six. He's like, oh, you're right. So. It's like a sweatshop in Juliet. <laughs> flash, flash forward. I'm the bouncer at Tuckaway. Okay. And Tuckaway's rules were. You know, the kitchen was open till 10, so you could bring kids, in kids into the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Till 10. And then after, you know, it turned into just a bar. Get and everyone... the fuck up. Well, Tim tried to come in at like 1030 with his three young children. All right. And I told him no. And he lost his mind. Now, I had a run in with him years earlier at 30 Buck when I accidentally we were messing around when somebody accidentally bumped into him and turned around and said, I'm sorry. And he's like, they're out of here. They're out of here. And his wife wasn't even bartending, for one thing. He's like, they're out of here. And saying to the bartender who we went to high school with. And my friend Scott turns to him and puts his hand on his shoulder. And he goes, guy, he goes, you need to relax. And he's like, you're out of here. And he goes, he goes, we will fucking thump you. <laughs> he goes, turn around and drink your beer and shut your mouth. And the guy just turned around and shut up. Now, I'm, I'm again, I'm thinking he probably doesn't remember. me. He was an obvious alcoholic. But when I wouldn't let him in the tuckaway But was he drunk when he came
1: in the tuck away? That's my question. I don't know. You would assume that he was sober enough to, like... I would
0: assume that he had had some drinks. He's, I'm, I'm assuming he drank when he was awake.
1: I, um, but I told him no, so reading. he lost
0: his mind. Um, and then, years later, uh, one of his kids ended up working for me.
1: No fucking way. And I didn't put That's... it together
0: until then. I said, <laughs> oh, yeah, and I told her I told her about her father. Was it the and... kid with the dollar? Or no, no, it was, oh. it was a daughter. Um the a kid with the dollar ended up working at Tuckaway Luke and ended up ended up stealing the safe. Um <laughs> buying crack, he was like 17, buying crack and riding around on his in his go-kart shooting out people's windows with a pellet gun. He real he turned into a real winner. And now I think wow. he's a pimp. He well, runs an escort service.
1: So there you go. So people that bring your kids to the bars. <laughs> this is y- a cautionary tale. Your child
0: will become a a crack addict pimp.
1: I what I, I just I just don't get it, because I don't like to label parents as bad parents. But this is one of those clear no, situations no, where parents. I could say, this is fucking bad parenting.
0: Yeah, no, they're bad parents. People
1: have their own styles, and I don't like to question shit. But if you bring your kid to a fucking bar while you get ripped, everything is wrong about you. And
0: I don't question shit either. I just tell people.
1: And they feel like they've been fucking wronged.
0: Well, you can't buy class. No, well,
1: you can't, man. Well, this kind of, this kind of segues into... We, we got in this huge conversation about it last night after uh, somebody had come in and done this whole thing Um. about certain things as a bartender that you get uncomfortable with. Now, I have two particular stories that just popped in my head right after this incident, and we were talking about it. And one was a group of women that come in, and one of them happens to be pregnant, okay. and she starts ordering drinks. Okay. Now, let's assume that I'm the most progressive-minded person in the world and thinks a woman can do what she wants with her body, and I, you know, whatever, and it's okay to have a drink if you're pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Let's say I believe all that. I still feel that you're putting me in a fucking awkward spot to even request a drink when society has taught me that a woman who is pregnant should not have any alcohol. I've learned this from watching doctor shows and having well, a, a, wife woman, that was a woman. Pregnant. A
0: woman that's pregnant can have like a glass of wine every. All right, again.
1: a glass of wine, right? So that being my point, has a glass of wine. What happens when she orders her second and her third, and her friends are sitting next to her? And now her friends are giving you the stink eye, maybe because you are serving her, or they're giving the stink eye because you're even questioning her. Well,
0: let's let's. I mean, let's break it down. Okay. first thing you need to follow is the law. Is it illegal to serve her drink? No, it's not. Okay. Do your personal feelings. Now, here's here's where it gets sketchy. It's really sketchy, right? Well, I don't really give a fuck what society decided. (laughs) Society decided so much shit. This is me personally. I know. But I mean, you got to remember back when uh, when we were children and (laughs) my mom drank. Coffee and Pepsi. And Pepsi. And probably smoked. My grandma said the same thing.
1: She did all that shit.
0: You know, the people are so goddamn uptight now.
1: Absolutely. Okay.
0: So am I saying it's okay to drink alcohol? No, but if you think in the grand scheme of things, it's got to come down what you personally feel comfortable Mm -hmm. with. If you think her drinking alcohol is bad, then don't serve her. You have the right to refuse service to anybody. I do. But I don't – the things that they tell us are right and wrong now – you know, I had I read an article yesterday mm-hmm. that it is now sexist to say, like, something is unmanned. You have to say it is robotic <laughs> or non-piloted.
1: Yeah, this reminds me of the George Carlin routine. He's like, I don't want to call that thing on the ground a person hole cover.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> do I think that... I'm going to follow that because if, say, society decides that, yeah, it is sexist. No, I'm going to say unmanned Yes, because that's what I feel like fucking saying. And I don't. Th- so the the point is, what you feel comfortable with, yeah. you do. If I disagree, I might call you a douchebag, but at least you're comfortable with what you're doing.
1: True. It's kind of like one of those things that there's a little bit of a peer pressure atmosphere, too, because you got a group of five women staring at you. And, like, why can't she have a drink? And you get labeled as kind of this uh, misogynistic person, and I don't don't dig that because all I'm thinking the entire time is, you know, why are you putting me in this situation? If you want to drink so bad, why don't hang out with your friends at the house or something like that? I know people need to get out. I'm a parent. I know fucking people need to get out with their kids or their pregnant bellies or whatever like that. But still, if you're going to do something that some people would find – extremely objectionable there's people out there like drinking with your your kid really why would you put somebody else in that position to serve you the drinks why can't you just get the drinks yourself you
0: know what i'm saying because they don't think it's a big deal Uh, yeah it's and they think it's their constitutional right (laughs) to go in there and order a drink
1: yeah yeah so So, here's the the second scenario okay second scenario this literally happened about four years ago. This is not a fake story by any means. group of ten women come in. It's ten o'clock at when night. When was this? This is about four years ago. Okay, Four years ago. I was working a late night shift. It was either Friday or Saturday night. Ten group, o'clock group at group of night. women come in. Ten women.
0: Were they woo women? Very much so. Okay.
1: Very much so. One of the woman, women <laughs> has a newborn, I'd say zero to three months old, Okay, and a car carrier. Mm-hmm. Strike one in my book, bringing your newborn to a crowded bar on a Saturday night, but she's with a group of 10 women. I am. Well, it was probably like five years ago, almost because I, I felt I was literally new at this Was job. It early or late. It was 10 p.m. Okay. At night. OK, and. It, and uh, yeah, it, was, it had to be early in my bartending experiences because I didn't know what to do. I felt really awkward. Now I know what to do. Get the fuck out. <laughs> there, there's be no question in my brain. Like, you got to go. Would
0: you please put your kid back in the car yeah. and then you can come in and drink?
1: <laughs> Make sure you crack the
0: window. <laughs> put him in the trunk with Jimmy. <laughs>
1: Jimmy. That's three it was Jimmy's probably, in a row. It was
0: probably Kelly. <laughs> Five years ago? yeah.
1: So yeah, okay. It had, to been, it had to have been early in my bartending career. So group of 10 women. Bringing their three-month-old in. Uh, she's ordering wine and everything like that. And I don't know what to do, but the kid obviously wakes up because it's so noisy inside the bar. He starts crying his eyes out. So a lot of people that are, like, sitting around the bar, they look over. They're wondering why the hell there's a baby in the bar. I'm getting evil stares by the women because I'm staring at them like, Hey, guys, you know, why is there a baby in the bar? But I keep to myself. I don't question anything. So while the woman is drinking wine, she decides... You're having trouble
0: with your uh, women woman (laughs) while the the woman woman is drinking wine.
1: It's that half quarter of Miller Lite I just had. I'm all slurred. She starts breastfeeding while drinking wine at at the the table. No, I saw a titty, which was awesome because she was very attractive. But at the same time, I... (laughs) feels so awkward you just
0: said you saw a titty which is awesome well That's titty a is woman titty yeah come on a great. Okay. just a
1: titty i didn't see two oh, well. <laughs> i think it was a lefty but breastfeeding while drinking wine while you have your child at a bar at 10 p.m at night where the fuck to where, start where's men? the question i mean is there
0: a question to this no she's trash all right it's not just me though no what do you think i was going to be like well nick they have the right <laughs> it's to... It's not just me, then.
1: I, felt, uh, it, I, I, I was what? telling this to Allison, and she goes... "If if, if She's look it, being it, the devil's advocate. Try to be the devil's advocate. I'm trying to think of a devil's advocate way to even
0: give if, her the benefit of the doubt. Look at it this way. If Protective Family Services, who I think are uptight anal jerk-offs, mm. saw that, they would probably take the kid away. <laughs> um, I have no problem with public breastfeeding.
1: Go ahead. I, I'm not uncomfortable. Yeah, whatever with that. you got to do, you're gonna feed your yeah, kid. Yeah, you, you gotta feed your kid. You feed your kid. You feed fuck your fuck kid. Right I'm not. I don't give a shit about if that. If a woman
0: wants to pull her boob out for for no reason, go ahead. I don't care.
1: Bringing a baby, and this is not even a toddler. Bringing a baby into a bar at ten o'clock at night, just because you have the shield of protection of your friends, <laughs> right. does not make it right.
0: I will. I will play the devil's advocate. Yeah, give me something. I'm home with my kid. My name's Martha. I just had this kid. It's my best friend's birthday. they me. Okay, meet us out. You know what? I'll meet you out for a drink. Bring the oh, kid. Okay. Have a drink. Okay, I got to get going. But, you know, wanted to say stop by. Even not even drink. Stop Could by, have been a one off thing like this one scenario yeah, where I'm going to step in, do this, go. But just stay there long enough to have multiple drinks and then have to breastfeed. You're trash. Stayed
1: there mul- multiple times. You know, I drinks, do that sometimes so. too when I
0: can't attend someone's birthday. Breastfeed? I'll pop <laughs> in and say, hey, you know, I just wanted to say happy birthday. I can't hang out, but. I- you know um
1: well she might have this might have been a one-off where she met her friend but it wasn't just one drink and done she stayed the entire night well, then with she's trash. Else, so
0: <laughs> anyway as dictated by luke society yay
1: hey welcome to the show everybody <laughs> let's get some stuff out of the way i'm glad you uh been listening for the past year and yeah it was a one year we we uh at least I, man, I don't know about you, but I just think it's awesome the fact that people want to hear our crazy conversations over and over again every week.
0: I saw the email from the guy that just started listening. He said he listened, started listening a couple days and ago, and we went nine episodes in.
1: They serial listen. That's what happens. That's a podcast good thing. You, you click on one, and if you get addicted enough and you have the commute, you just download them all, and you start listening back yeah. to back to back. And then you get all the inside jokes and everything else. We're we here do. to speak truth. So um, during the course of the year... Uh, You know, we started doing this show, and it's been a blast, and as as further along we got, I never really considered, like, you know, having some sort of a group until, like, a couple months ago, when people started getting interested in doing podcasting, like Jared and, and Steve at the other show, and their last episode was awesome, by the way, with Jeremy and Emily Brzezinski. I don't know if you got a chance to hear it. No, no. Fantastic. I've
0: been... I have not listened to anything, but... My lines on CD.
1: Poor guy. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, if you start listening to podcasts, you're going to fuck everything up.
0: <laughs> I don't want to fail miserably.
1: <laughs> great show, guys. Uh, so we, we've uh, put Something Gate under the umbrella of the Disease Network. Um, their show is going great. They're um, definitely tune them in. And uh, we have a special announcement today, officially, starting Monday, which is probably going to be the time you guys are hearing this. The guys from Um That Just Happened will now be under the Disease Network umbrella. You'll start hearing all their back catalog. We'll be posting an episode a day up until they're caught up, and you can hear their shows on our network as well. Uh, it's one big happy family. Uh, those guys are great. I've known Rodney for a long time, uh, great great friend from high school, and I've known Adam just a little bit of time, but I got a feeling that uh, he's going to be a great podcasting friend in the so, future. So what
0: we have under our umbrella now yes, is three us three shows. Is us, right us now. discussing like social topics exactly? Uh, little politics, little sports. Yep. We have uh um Steve and Jared Something-gate. discussing yep.
1: uh kind of the in between irrelevant news I've noticed. irrelevant like, news, yeah. comic
0: books, yeah. Uh things like that. And then we have uh oops, I did it again <laughs> discussing <laughs> uh Taylor Swift.
1: Taylor Swift. We <laughs> we're done. We don't need any more shows.
0: <laughs> I actually asked a friend if she wanted to get in. She's she does like blogs and video blogs and a you know, little quirky things mm-hmm. and i asked her if she'd ever consider it um she actually in the play with me Uh young girl i say young she's like 24 okay um but you know very quirky very funny um and i just said you know why don't you consider it we're bringing kind of bringing in some acts yeah uh, and you'd have a you know another you know just another road to travel kind of Absolutely. you know a different direction um and she's like you know i never thought about it i said Well keep it in mind you know
1: podcasting is a blast man and uh we've been approached by a couple other people beyond the uh, three shows that you'll hear and then the fourth show that me and jonah will be doing once a month as we just get trashed and talk about nonsense um we uh i've been putting up old music because of chloe allison's sister clarissa told me to start putting up my old music that i started making back in college and I felt kind of embarrassed because it's not great or anything like that. But she's like, just put it up. It's fun. I used to listen to those. And so did Allison. So I started putting up songs. And just by putting up these old songs, we have gotten listeners from out of nowhere that have come to our site just to listen to the music. And you could see that the same user that will click on our song will also click on a You're Going to Get a Disease episode. Which is just attracting people you from You should start front. selling advertising now. I think, you know, we get to that point. Why not? So does was need an advertising spot? No. No, no. <laughs> no.
0: Not for me. It defeats the purpose.
1: A bite the hand that feeds. Um, so, yeah, man. Everybody that's come on board and started listening to our shows, we really appreciate it. Uh, the guys from under that just happened is definitely going to attract a lot more listeners to the whole group. And we do appreciate the whole year. So this Fuck is the yeah. last I'll mention all of this noise. But uh, Thanks again. And we'll keep uh, putting up more shows if you guys keep listening. So yeah, it um, brings me back to a couple topics. You want to start with politics? You want to start with uh,
0: whatever floats your boat, buddy? I don't have no idea what you're bringing up. So uh, yeah, yeah. Fire I away. I
1: didn't. I didn't preempt any of this. So, I. What's your take on net neutrality? Do you know anything about it?
0: I've uh, I've read very few like. Little blurbs about it. I don't really understand what they're.
1: I'll, I'll try to give you the the nickel give me the, tour. Give me the whole. Yeah, down. the the real quick version of it. Um, most people, and I would say most people, want the internet to essentially be the same for everybody. So if it's like um, a highway, you can get on. They want everybody to be able to drive the highway at the same speed, no matter what. Now, companies like Verizon and at&t and a few other providers out there they want the internet to be almost tiered where if you pay more money you can get higher speed internet while everybody else should be in the slow lanes okay um when the internet basically started off it was kind of a neutral thing where it's like a telephone line you can't make a slower connection for a telephone line it's basically protected so everyone can travel at the same speeds as technology dictates. Okay. So there's basically been all these rulings. The FCC said, yes, we're going to keep the Internet the same for everybody. There should be no such thing as tiered discounts. Verizon is very upset about it. Mm-hmm. You know, Comcast, all these other people. Sure. Because uh, they want to make money.
0: And They're offering but, a better product.
1: Yeah. It, well, they, that's they claim. They just basically want to slow the Internet down for certain people. and. They don't uh, – like Comcast's uh, idea, they – if you go through Netflix on Comcast, if you're using their service provider, they can actually slow Netflix down, which will in turn make you go to Comcast's site and watch the movies off of their Xfinity program. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So they've already done it. They've proved that they can do it. Okay. So I just want your take this, – this has a lot to do with capitalism. Mm-hmm. This has a lot to do with, I guess – people feeling that this particular product has been the same for so long, we shouldn't touch it, you know. I I just want your two cents on it, man. Um, I I imagine you can guess where I stand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you just said you want it to remain neutral. And, yeah. Um, you know, I, as a consumer, it'd be great if everything was like that, but I support capitalism. I mm. support... A company's right to offer, I mean, okay, uh, what's the difference between that and offering HDTV or not HDTV?
1: Well, to answer your question, HDTV now is offered to everybody.
0: Oh, it's offered, but you've got to pay more for it.
1: No, not with a special antenna. Everything's broadcast in HD now. It costs you sixty dollars to buy. An okay, HD so you got to buy a special antenna. buy a special antenna. But if you're buying from a company, but I'm just saying the waves are free essentially. So, oh yeah, yeah.
0: And, and the internet is free. You could probably you know upgrade your fucking whatever. I'm sure yeah. there's some fifty six k mode geek out there that can <laughs> do whatever. You know. Um. No, I mean, I, I, I if they told me, you know, it's going to be slow unless you get this, you got to pay more. I mean, I do. I did that. I did it at the restaurant. I ordered a higher. Higher, the higher internet 500 so that megabytes people, crew, because whatever. of you know the distance and how many people might be logged on i made sure mm-hmm. that they got um but i don't i don't i don't think it's wrong to to make money in capitalism i'm sorry but it just doesn't it doesn't even if i get screwed sometimes you're in a country where it's you're supposed to your job is to make money your job mm-hmm. is to to you know people want to be able to pay for their kids to go to college and pay for this and pay for that and hire more people i mean you got to look at the ramifications when you take money away from these big companies and you're going to hear the 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 ultra liberal you know progressive whatever you call it people go oh they have enough money i've been told i have enough money i should pay more i actually literally had someone tell me you can afford it was it me no and I was like, how the fuck do you know what I can afford? You have no idea what I can afford. So I, when you start taking money away, right or wrong, let's say I have a... a but I own, see here,
1: nothing's been taken away.
0: But what you're doing is you're taking like, their ability to offer a higher... So say they say, okay, you have to offer one price for this. You can't tier it. You can't... So then, essentially, you're taking their ability to raise their prices away, mm. okay, to offer a better service. So their profits go down. So... Whether you agree or not, if they made if Comcast made a hundred dollars last year and by doing this, their profits go down to seventy five dollars and you can say, "Well, that's enough. They made enough profit. You know what? who the fuck is is anyone to say that but Comcast and say, "You know what? No, so I'm going to now take this guy away and take this guy away." And take this service away, and up oh, we're not going to offer this, which takes these two jobs away.
1: Well, see, I, I don't, I don't necessarily buy that because in in this situation, the two biggest internet service providers are Comcast and AT and T, and AT and T basically sucks compared to Comcast when it comes to the just the downloadable speed. So you got two groups that are fighting for your internet, you know, dominance. What it really comes down to is if net neutrality does happen they have the option in turn to slow down internet speeds to not just the consumer somebody that's a low-income guy who's not willing to pay through the tooth to get the higher speed but also to websites and other groups that don't want to get on board when you control the highways you basically can dictate what people see and what people can't see and that's the issue i think more than anything else if you have a company stating, okay, we want you to only use Google for your search. And, well, I want to use uh, fucking Yahoo. Well, yeah, but we're not going to make Yahoo very practical to use because we're going to make sure that anytime you use Yahoo, it takes you about 30 seconds extra to just get through the menus and everything like that because we're slowing down the speeds.
0: Okay. That's fucked up, right? Well, it is. And... Because they don't want to you know, play ball. If you want to regulate something, and
1: that's what they did to the Netflix.
0: Well, if you want to regulate something, though, as a as a federal, the FCC, mm-hmm. um, then you need to regulate it from the sense of, you know, each comparable site, yeah, or each comparable, you know, whatever search engine or whatever you do needs to be offered at the same level. Now, so what? What I'm saying is, you can't. If you're going to regulate, don't regulate their ability to offer a higher speed for all the internet. Mm-hmm. If you're going to, you, you say, okay, if you're going to offer a slower speed or higher speed, everything has to be offered at the same level on that tier.
1: Yes, because what then you're
0: still offering them the ability to, uh, you know, offer a, a, a enhanced product for higher for higher. Yeah, that's what
1: they, they kind of do that now. OK, yeah, so they're... you're
0: still offering that. You're not taking away from the sense of capitalism. You're not you're not in- inhibiting their ability to make money. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is inhibiting their ability to dictate what you view.
1: So I don't know if you guys have been following the news or not, but the FCC basically after hearing everyone's cases, they said, well, we'll we'll keep the Internet neutral for everybody. It's same highway for everybody. There's no Skyway where, you know, you pay extra. What if I have quicker. dial-up?
0: Huh? What if I have dial-up? Then you're just
1: fucked. <laughs> but uh, Verizon, not Verizon. I, th- I keep saying Verizon. I apologize. I think it's Comcast. But the the, the big ISPs are, are fighting the system. So it's kind of curious to see where this is all going to end up. Um, because the FCC, I want to say it's like five dudes. And it's like a 3-2 voting system. Or like 4-1, blah, blah, blah. And if mm. three people decide. Yeah. One thing, so you know I know don't know the legal I ramifications fucking, of
0: it. I fucking hate Comcast, and I think AT&T sucks balls, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sticking with the internet
1: conversation, uh, I had mentioned my music just a little while ago, and there was a song that I put up called Double Dragon, and this is kind of relevant to the topic. Uh, in the song, I sample video game music um, to make a beat. I'm a big fan of uh, remixing and mashing up stuff. All right. I, this is this is a good question for you because I, I think you look at stuff. You don't want people to get cheated. You want people to get sure. uh, what is due to them for their own original works. Yep. Okay. So the thing that I did was I took a beat. I mashed it up, put some lyrics on top of it made a new product out of something that was old, mm-hmm. which is essentially called remixing in the internet community.
0: Also stealing. Um,
1: <laughs> I wanted your take on that because there are many famous artists on the internet, be it video, be it music, yep. be it any kind of medium, that takes something mm-hmm. and changes it around. Case in point, okay. a big one that just happened a few days ago. Was the Power Rangers remake with James Vanderbeek? I don't know if you had seen this on the internet.
0: I think I saw like a video, but I never clicked on it.
1: Fan fucking tastic! I mean, it was really cool. I
0: know, but a lot of the things you put on my wall that you say are fantastic, I, I didn't find put this fantastic. on your wall, so somebody else must. I know, have done. but I'm saying is so. Oh I, come on, the House to...
1: of Cards of Sesame Street was pretty. Yeah, fucking yeah I got about to...
0: thirty seconds in. <laughs> you have children. You didn't, you didn't I don't watch. watch thing I, thing? I don't watch Sesame Street.
1: He's his Kevin Spacey was spot on. Don't care. Spot on. I watched the first five minutes of House of Cards season three and I had to leave and I was really upset. Did you watch them all already?
0: No, I'm three episodes (laughs) in.
1: So anyway, the the big deal. All right. This Power Rangers clip comes on. The only thing it shares in common with the original show is the fact that it names the characters. Like if a character's name was Tommy, they use the name Tommy. But they didn't steal any of the music. Okay. Uh, They didn't steal any of the, the original actors or plot. They just basically used the characters' names. They weren't profiting off of it. It's not a Kickstarter project. Did they
0: call it Pro- Power Rangers?
1: They called it Power Slash Rangers. All right? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's fucking Power Rangers. I don't care yeah. what anybody says. It's a 15-minute movie, and it's grim and gritty. It's, like, really dark. So the creators of the fucking real show, Saban, they went... Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't show this shit. There's not there's copyright infringement. Technically, it's not. There's no copyrights being infringed upon because they're not selling it. It's a fan made project and it's just been put on the Internet. You know, you have some dispute whether or not you need to protect your your thing. But it's been labeled 100 percent. This is a fan made project. It's yeah. not for distribution. It's for free. Do yeah, what I you think want. That's as
0: far as it needs to go. Yeah. We so are, We are not connected with the real Power Rangers. YouTube and another
1: famous video site, Vimeo, took the fucking movie down okay. because Saban went after him with like, we're going to sue you, are going to sue okay. fucking everybody involved. Uh-huh. So well, what's your take on that?
0: Did they make money on it? No, not one cent. Did they say that it was Power Rangers?
1: Uh, they, they uh, uh, besides mentioning the characters, like, if again, if it was a Green Ranger, they said fucking Green Ranger in the show or the, okay. the movie. Um so, You know what it was. It was no doubt it So the question
0: is, are they hurting the product? Yes. Are are the Power Rangers still on TV? Yes. Believe it or not, can you believe that Um, shit? Then I think that the company that produces Power Rangers has the right to go after them, Mm -hmm. and those guys have the right to do it and (laughs) fight it out. I mean, if they're not making money, I don't think it's a big deal.
1: Yeah. Um, Say somebody took your work and then remodified it and made it different. I mean. Are they making money off of it? What if they did make did money? They, off then of I it? would. They you fucking me. go nuts. But they if they me. didn't make a cent off of it, would you be pissed? I mean, is that did did they do a good job? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I guess it's the eye of the beholder at that point. So I don't if know. If they
0: did, a, if I think they did a good job, I'd probably be like, "All right, good job." If I think it was stupid, I'd be like, "Dude, that's dumb. Take it down."
1: The, the, the okay for the Power Rangers, at least that I mean, it's a really good, well done.
0: It looks almost Hollywood budget. Uh, for the fan made project? You know, it it it, it comes as the Power Rangers is geared towards children. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's
1: what the big, And so they to probably
0: said we're gonna sue you because you're hurting our product. And they did use the name Power Rangers. Yeah. So I'd be like, you know, I'd be like, You have to you have to take down the name Power Rangers, you can't call them Green Ranger, whatever. Yeah. Um I don't think they have a copyright on the name Tommy or whatever his name is, <laughs> but they certainly created Power Rangers and Green Rangers. So if it's hurting their product Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I look at it this way: if Domino's and okay. their shitty ass pizza changed their name to Aurelio slash S, and then started putting out their shitty ass pizza and uh. for and giving it away for free and calling it Aurelio slash S, mm-hmm. I'd probably be pissed because people, you're confusing some people. I mean fucking Seminos down the street still tells people that they're the same as Aurelios. I saw one of their trucks driving on the street yesterday. I almost ran them off the road just for you. They but they still tell people that. That they're Aurelio's. they still say yeah. they're associated and oh it's the same thing. They say it's the same thing. Uh, it's not the same thing. Your pizza sucks.
1: Yeah, I guess it gets down to the whole the point of if it's hurting the original product and that's to be honest with you, I hadn't fucking heard a thing about Power Rangers in years and this like sparked interest in a lot of people like holy shit oh
0: well, yeah I can't wait I mean,
1: they see a movie it's almost helping
0: you know how many people know. saw that stupid fucking interview movie because of all the controversy i would have i, I saw put the first that, 10 minutes of it i thought it was funny i put that in my, my netflix so. queue and i'll watch it and i probably would have had zero interest it wouldn't even hit my radar if they didn't have all that controversy
1: <laughs> you, you did you see any of it no 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 oh the, the first 10 minutes eminem comes out as gay in an interview, which was fucking fantastic. <laughs> Just a great fucking scene. He's cool. like, I, I've been putting little gay hints, Easter eggs in all my songs. I don't know why people don't understand. So <laughs> I do <don't either. laughs> Well, all right, man, I got to check our topics. Capitalism
0: again. reigns supreme, my friend.
1: Woohoo. Money, money, money. One other thing coming up, man. Um, I read, I read a great article about obsolete skills. Okay. Uh, when you were a kid, going was through Was number school, one podcast? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> fucking radio will never die. We were taught certain things that have now become obsolete. Obsolete skills that you'll never use. And certain, of, certain skills of this are now becoming obsolete even today. Case in point, fucking Dewey Decimal System in the library. Yeah, Name yeah. one fucking kid that knows how to use it that was well, born past 2000 or anything like that. It's obsolete.
0: Until the computers go down.
1: <laughs> and you, you'll be the last man on earth. Ha ha. But they still.
0: But they still. I can find I mean, Moby Dick. They still <laughs> even on the computers put them in under the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, but now it's all search. Like type in author, type in book. And yeah, and then the book is shelved by the Dewey Decimal System.
1: That's if you're at a library. Yeah. But, you know.
0: That's what libraries use.
1: Now a library right on the phone. The public library is right on here. So, I mean, like, I can actually go to the Joliet Public Library through my phone and, and rent a book. It's fucking sweet. But my daughter will never know that skill. And another one it's going away, cursive writing.
0: Yeah, that's kind of stupid. Isn't that
1: weird? How that's, do you
0: sign your fucking signature? That's stupid. I, you know, here's, here's the, the... I hate the word obsolete. Yeah, it's never going to go
1: away 100%, but, well, but never be Well, but people say, anymore.
0: you know, oh, your computer is obsolete after six months because of the new technology. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, does it still do what I need it to do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got a call. Here go. Go back right to your internet, okay? I got a call. I have AT&T at the restaurant, and that's part of the reason I hate Comcast is because I tried to switch to them, and their lines wouldn't work with my credit card system. Yep. But even though they told me they would. We've been through that yeah. at
1: the other place, yeah.
0: So I had to go back to AT&T, and Comcast told, them, told me I owed them four grand, and I told them to fuck themselves, and <laughs> and that was the end of that. Oh, we're going to send you to collections. Okay. Never heard from them again.
1: Collections.
0: Yeah. The, yeah. Aurelio's is going to lose its credit. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but I get a call from AT&T, and they're like, you have this. And I had just gotten the thing, like, three months earlier. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're uh, – Thing you get the internet off of uh,
1: uh the isp service, uh, the like, server, yeah, whatever, the server yeah the server
0: okay is obsolete
1: your uh your uh, router router or your, yeah your they're your like it's obsolete cable modem I, they're like
0: so we're gonna we can upgrade you for this much money to this and then your your costs would go up to the and i go well, what do you what do you mean it's obsolete <laughs>
1: does it still do it
0: <laughs> and they're like well you know it's going to be a technology is you know passing by is this and this i said well first off you put it in three months ago I go, so why didn't you tell me it was obsolete then? <laughs> and he was like, silence. And I said, is it going to stop giving me the internet? And the person goes, well, no. And I go, fine, then it's not obsolete.
1: And you don't need to upgrade.
0: No, I said, absolutely. I, I said, so so people throw the word obsolete around mm-hmm. to serve their purpose. Absolutely. Obsolete means absolutely. It's, a, it's, it's something that cannot be used.
1: Yeah, well when it comes to technology... I agree with you. People try to push you to the next new thing as quickly as possible, so they can change all of their you know pricing systems for you. Well, in the case of cursive writing, I mean, it's it's,
0: it's not obsolete.
1: It's kind of well, if it's not going to get taught anymore, and you are only taught you know standard print letter. Okay. Well, down the road,
0: I am going to I am going to uh, hire someone at the restaurant, mm-hmm. and I am going to write something in cursive for them to, uh, you know, here do this and this. And if they can't read it, I'm probably going to fire them. (laughs) So it's not obsolete.
1: Well, there was a couple other skills that were put put down, and I wanted your opinion.
0: Okay. So Um, far, the two that you've said, I I believe, are not obsolete. But I know they're not teaching it, and that just makes them idiots because they're teaching core math or whatever the core whatever the common core common system. core bullshit I'm, I'm
1: starting to go through that right now uh and we'll have a whole special on common core after i get uh through the entire year of kindergarten the thing
0: which made me lo- lose my mind was when they said well two plus two is four but sometimes it's not, <laughs> not yeah it right, is I, I'm, I'm just, I agree with you it's, always, it's four. always four it's <laughs> four I, I mean uh, math I is constant math is is not subjective
1: I will give a I'll give a one year review of the Common Core math system. Okay, very objectively after I've now that I've seen it enough. Look at this way. There if are I, definitely things I am against one hundred percent, and then there's other things that okay, that's not so bad, and maybe people need to fucking lighten up. So we'll, we'll, if I
0: hire a cashier and she can't work out the change because she's sitting there trying to do a Common Core, ooh, I'm not gonna. Ooh. She's not gonna last long. She's done. I mean, uh, I do I do the change in my head.
1: These here's three more. Uh, that are going the way of, let's just say the word obsolete for the sake of using the word that will not be taught skills in the future. Okay. Typing. And I thought about it and I was like, I really don't type anymore. I, I, I use my Excel sheet and I occasionally will write a letter on Microsoft Word, but a majority of my typing is now done with a thumb or spoken into my phone and it just writes it out for me. And
0: as long as there's keyboards, typing will not be obsolete. Keyboard,
1: but keyboard is for standard input. Now think of like typing classes.
0: Well, like, yeah, they that. were taught because you couldn't make mistakes before, mm-hmm. so it's not as as needed of a skill. Yeah, but if you're hunt and peck for, you know, I have my own method of typing, and yeah, I'm pretty I do damn, the one finger method. Oh, see, I'm pretty. Damn, how I love. <laughs> I'm pretty damn fast <laughs> with my method, but it's certainly not what someone would have taught. Yeah, like I can knock out some quick fucking. You know, shit. Did you get typing in high school? We They offered it. I didn't take it. I took typing in high school, and I have never used one of those skills. So, well, but yeah. it's... So maybe teaching typing that way, but typing will always be relevant. You so
1: say always, always be relevant. As long as there's a
0: keyboard, people will type.
1: The next one that came up, and this gets a little bit more future techie down the road, driving. Never. You don't think so? Never. They've already established the Google cars that can drive themselves, and they're stating like basically in 30 years, if you have a pre-programmed route and every car has, uh, a, basically an internal system that does it for you. The only need for any driver would be for manual driving. If you needed to get to a particular section or, uh, you know, there's an accident and you need to take over right away, which would be a, a quick override. And they cited the airline industry. And I've had two friends that are pilots, one of them being Chris Payne. Um, He says he does nothing. He says, as far as the pilot's concerned, he's like, I'm just a body in the aircraft. The plane does fucking everything. And he's like, I'm there in case shit happens. And that's what the article was citing. Like, eventually, a driver is just going to be there in case shit happens. I think they'll still teach driving school because they want you to get a license in case shit happens. But as far as actually doing it. Here is the
0: thing. First off, you just stated there will be driving, so it's not absolute. Yeah. Um, Secondly, in a plane... You're up in the sky with other planes. <laughs> All those planes. Driving. There <laughs> is kids that run out in the street. Mm-hmm. There is changing your mind. There is uh, avoiding a pothole. There is many, many factors. There are other things going on besides cars. Uh, before you continue. In the, continue, in the continue. sky, there's planes. We were in Germany. And Superman. <laughs>
1: We were driving with my colleague, Frank, um, and we are on one of the little sections and off the Autobahn. And we're driving to a, a city called Cologne, and he's got some Volt, Volkswagen fucking shitbox. And we're driving along and I'm in the passenger side seat and he's following close to a car behind him and the car. Sorry. Yeah, the car in front of him. And the, the car automatically starts slowing down without him doing anything. And I was like, is it? slowing down by yourself you're not hitting the brakes he's like no 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 watch and he's he's there he's hovering over the wheel because he's still unsure he's you know he's older than me the car fucking stops yeah when the other car stops in front of him yeah and that's that. all from sensors and i just got to thinking about this and that particular moment do you think we'll ever live in your lifetime where it's basically all the machines doing it for us and we're just sitting in the fucking seat you'd have to be on a track you think so
0: yeah just like oh like the old disney rides or you just go around yeah, or <laughs> the Brookfield Zoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, no, you know, I don't think maybe you know they say thirty years. Give me a fucking break. You don't think 30 so? Years. Hey, man. Hey, who knows what we'll be in thirty years? Cure fucking <laughs> cancer. Okay. Quit worrying about it if I'm driving.
1: I got one more for you.
0: And people like their cars too, and they like driving. Fuck yeah. Um, my my
1: minivans. Woo. Uh,
0: this one was the weirdest one. You got the sweatiest armpit going on right now yeah, for dude, it being I, I am, actually uh, kind of chilly in here. Some... No, your other one that you're draping over my couch. Look at that thing. I'm just get it right on that. Pillow. Did you put a, bring a sponge and put <laughs> it in your <laughs> armpit?
1: Last one was cooking. I thought about this one too, and I was like, "What the fuck?" all a program where they 3D printed out an entire meal with no input, but the uh, the system had the ingredients inside of it, and the machine did the rest of the work, cooked and prepared. An entire meal off of a 3D printer. Okay. And obviously this is not exactly, uh, you know, Star Trek where they just fucking make a meal out of a whatever. But that's kind of like where it starts, right? I mean, if you can just hit a button and you can get a full ravioli dinner with pasta sauce on it, and that's what they made,
0: what what the fuck? Let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. What tastes better? If I... Make you pasta and make the sauce and cook it on the stove. Yours is going to taste better. Or if you better. throw it into a bowl and nuke it.
1: Yours is going to taste better. But I, I will agree with that every time. Home-cooked meal is always the best thing. Therefore,
0: cooking will not be obsolete. It,
1: it's, you're always going to have 10% of the people that know the skill.
0: You know what's going to be obsolete?
1: I think it's just weird.
0: You know what's going to be obsolete is like the fast food personnel. Oh, you think so? They'll cut it down to about 10% of the people all your order taking will be automated. All your burgers—it's
1: kind of what they do at the Bowling Brook McDon- uh, 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 McDonald's. Right now, it's you do your order through a kiosk. Yeah, and they just give you the bag with your food in it.
0: And I've seen the—I've seen the, you know, like the things online where they say one fifteen dollars an hour. Meet this kiosk, okay? <laughs> and it, in fact, is a factor. It's, crazy. and I think people fail to realize that they're not doing. And I don't want to get off topic, but in that situation, they're not doing a skill that someone else can't step in and do. You're not that specialized. And if you can be replaced by a machine, (laughs) shut your fucking mouth and do your job.
1: You remind me of The Simpsons real quick. He goes, most wars in the future will be fought by robots. Your job will be to build and maintain those robots. Yeah. (laughs) Man, I thought it was a really cool conversation just because... Of all the stuff that uh, you know, when I was a kid, I thought would be around forever, but it really everything changes so rapidly. And I was—I never even thought of fast food just being gone, the, the, the people taken out of the equation.
0: Yeah. It's going to happen. Well, you're talking to someone that shut down. I, you know, I gave up on technology. And <laughs> I've never downloaded. I'll a put song. some new songs on your iPod. I've no never—I don't have an iPod. Oh, you don't? No, I got to get you an. IPod. I've never had an iPod. All right, I have my phone, and I can listen i listen to if i want to hear a song i youtube it and play it on my through my bluetooth in the car that's my cool technology
1: hey everybody it's time for dr luke
0: okay let me get my diploma so right. shiny yeah
1: it was it's been uh... <laughs> dr luke hasn't been around in a while so we gotta get it we gotta get right back on the swing of things Dr. Luke, I scour the internet for all kinds of sex and relationship advice questions, and I pick the best ones for Dr. Luke to answer.
0: I'd like to hear some updates from our Tinder people, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Andrew uh, is coming through for me on that, on the male end side of things. Okay, so, cool. Um, he will be uh, getting back to me as soon as he can. Uh, Dr. Luke, these questions come from women, and uh, there's three separate questions here, and they all concern uh, relationships with men. So, okay. Dr. Luke... I had a great date with a guy, and I don't understand why he won't text me back. Sometimes he will text me back, but it takes him four hours at a time to fucking respond to anything I say. What's the fucking deal? And she's going apeshit about this. This was an entire page article about why he won't text back. Okay. All
0: right. Well, there are factors. <laughs> what does he do for a living?
1: Yeah, you ever think of that?
0: Um, maybe he's working. Maybe he's busy. Maybe uh, he's married.
1: How come people never think of the work aspect ever? Yeah, no, that's, I don't answer my fucking phone. But let's just,
0: assume, let's just assume that it's not outside factors that he's not that busy. Okay. Okay? There's two things. One, maybe he doesn't like texting.
1: <laughs> Another possibility. <Okay. laughs> a strong possibility.
0: Two, it wasn't that great of a date.
1: Ah, so she's And he herself. only
0: texts back when he thinks that he, you know, there's a possibility of getting some nookie.
1: So the 4-hour text that like window It's not text, him playing the cool game. game. If it's him. he's
0: if he's texting, well how old is the person, too? Well, let's just say they're in their 20s because they don't get yeah, any they may be playing the I'm cool game. But cool. essentially <laughs> it's probably something If he's texting back at all, Mm -hmm. then he probably just doesn't like texting, or he's busy.
1: I didn't live in the texting era. Uh, You know, I was still doing the phone calls and everything. I didn't even have free text when I had my phone with Allison, so I'm I'm unfamiliar with the game of text back and forth. You know what I'm saying?
0: I have done that.
1: You so yeah. I mean, when after my divorce, when I started
0: dating again, there was a lot of texting. All and, right. Um,
1: so how do you, how do you how did you play it? Did you?
0: If I was interested in texting with the person, did I would you text, text right
1: back because I got a feeling I would be like, "Oh fucking yay! You know.
0: It depends if I was really into the person. All right. Um, was I or if I was busy? I mean, my wife texts me sometimes, and I'll I'll be at work, and then I'll go look at my phone, and I got like six texts from her.
1: My wife texts me right now.
0: <laughs> okay, so maybe the guy you went on the date with I love has a her podcast. <laughs> So yeah, lighten the fuck up or date someone that will text you right back. All
1: right. Enough texting. How about
0: That's Doctor Luke.
1: Doctor Luke. Yes, sir. Got a great guy. We've been dating a while. But I really have to ask how long before I give it up, Doctor Luke? How long before I give it up? Third date. <laughs> No questions. It's just a game of numbers. Third date.
0: Third date.
1: <laughs> Any follow-up to that? Or earlier. <laughs> or earlier. It's my answer. Go for that. All right. Um, you ever watch the show, The Mindy Project? No. It's a cute show. It's by the writer, uh, the writers of The Office. Um, <laughs> I started watching it with Allison um. It's a funny show, but there is a scenario where the uh, the main character, Mindy, is in bed with her boyfriend, and things start getting hot and heavy. And it cuts to off screen, and they're giggling, and they're giggling, and she's like, what? No! No! And the guy goes, it slipped. It slipped. Okay. All right. This actually followed along with a question I saw on the internet at the same time. Mm. Is there any scenario where the guy will accidentally slip it in the back door, Luke? Is it always bullshit? The guy's just trying to go for it? Or has it is oh, a no. legitimate
0: accident? No, I mean, it, to go in the... I mean, yeah, you can slip out and kind of give it a poke. Uh, but uh, if you're trying to go... Guys, give it right. a poke! Guys, if you want to go in the back door, you're not going to ram it in dry, Okay? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta treat it nice. You gotta get it primed, and you gotta grease it up. Uh, It doesn't work, you know.
1: Is it ever an accident, Luke?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if you accidentally like poke it there, if you if you try to like pull it out and jam it in, (laughs) guess you'll know (laughs) you're you're an idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, honey. Oh, Oh. yeah. Girls, give it a try.
1: (laughs) It goes back to the show. She goes. She's talking to a friend of hers, and uh, she goes, well, maybe I'll really like it. And he goes, no, you won't. <laughs> Says it with the driest face possible. So. No, no, you won't. All right. That's all the Dr. Luca have, man.
0: Yeah, well.
1: Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Uh, fun little story here. Okay. Uh, Luke, you've said in the past that you like. Uh, crunch Berries.
0: I do. You're a fan of Crunch Berries, Very much right? so. And I have discovered, not discovered, because it's been there, but I finally decided to try lactose-free milk. Oh, yeah? Being lactose intolerant, and I have purchased uh, Crunch Berries and Frosted Flakes, and I eat them regularly now. Nice. It's nice. Well, Luke, I got a special treat for you. Is it? Lactose-free milk and crunch it's berries? Not, but it does involve crunch berries. All
1: right. Taco Bell, uh, an eatery that is famous for their Dorito tacos now, have created a new thing, and I think they listen to our podcast, Luke. They have created for you a deep-fried, cream-filled Captain Crunchberry ball that you can now order. They look like bruised testicles to me. Uh, okay. Essentially donut holes covered in crunch berries. So I thought I thought you would like that, man.
0: And there's cream in the middle.
1: And there's cream in the middle. I do like that. (laughs) Uh, Are you by Bakersfield, California? Back when you lived in California? No, no, Bakersfield was was it's the only place where
0: you can get them. So sorry,
1: (laughs) but maybe they'll go national soon for you.
0: So, (laughs) PR flight. (laughs) So nine years ago, when I lived in California, I wouldn't be able to get the Crunchberries that just came out. Thanks, buddy.
1: (laughs) I tried, man. I tried. Anyway, dude, I don't want to talk about any of that other bullshit.
0: Anything else, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, man, I just... Uh, um, I read an article about um, these uh, 15 people that wrote a letter to the federal government. Ooh, those are always good. Not wanting to pay back their student loans. How's that going for them? Uh, well, they said they were, you know, it was fraudulent.
1: Was well, it fraudulent?
0: Is a better question. Well, the the company it was like a private in uh, uh for profit school. Okay. Um, they said, "Oh, they use tactics that are common with like those high payday loans and things like that,
1: which are not fraudulent.
0: They're legal. They're legal." Um, and I read this article, and then of course I looked at the comments, and there was you know, most people were saying, "Get over your entitlement, pay back your fucking loan." All right. So um, and then a couple done. people were saying that they were, <laughs> a couple people were saying it was fraudulent and all this. And I, I was like, "Wait a minute!" I said, "Let's let's break down the scenario here, dude." To the guy who said it was fraudulent, I said. You wanted to go to school. Yes. This company said, we will give you this loan yes. at this interest rate, and you will start paying it back at this time. I said, I don't understand how that's fraudulent. If Did they give you the paperwork? Did you have an opportunity to review the paperwork and or ask someone who knows contracts and an attorney?
1: That's a good question.
0: You have the opportunity. Uh-huh. It's not like they go, sign this. You know, it's not Obamacare. It's not you got to you got to vote it in to see what's in it. Woo. They offer it to you. And so you, as a person who is making this decision, decided to just sign it and then they don't want to follow through. So no, I agree with you.
1: I don't like student loans because um, it is a is a predatory market, but. Again, you always have to know what you're signing. Like these people who really want to go to college. It's your choice. You really – I mean, I go well, back somebody was like, well, you're
0: profiting it. off of us getting an education. Yes. Yes, there's That's profit. The you want That's profit. The, the, the world is not created. You don't have the money.
1: If you don't have the money for something, you have to find either an alternative to get the money or you have to go to a different place. That well, is should, cheaper. You are, yeah. you're,
0: the world is not created to yeah. help you get along. That's not the way it works. It's not like, you hey, let me, me
1: agree on this. Let me uh, create like a time. whole
0: industry so that you can you can go to school and uh, <laughs> I won't make profit off of it. That's OK. I now, don't need to live.
1: No, let's 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 take it to a different lending practice because uh, I bought my home back in 2003. Yes. All right. And everything back then uh, with the real estate market was just fucking roses and awesome. And everything's going to be worth a fortune. Yeah. And I got to be honest with you. I was so clouded by the fact of me owning a home. uh, When I went in to finally sign all the documentation for the house, it was literally 80 pages long, I want to say.
0: That's why you need a lawyer.
1: There was a lawyer present. And the lawyer didn't really give me any specifics of the loan. You know, he's just like, oh, yeah, this is okay. This is what this says. And he would try to break it down for you at least to a a comprehension that you would understand. You know, this is what this means. This is what this means.
0: In layman's terms.
1: But at the same time, I'm 24 years old and... He could have been telling me, you know, fairies are going to come out of these documents and make the house really pretty. And I would have taken his word for it because I don't know if what he's saying. I'm just assuming that he is on the level. Well, that's why you hire a lawyer to yeah. do this but for this you. But this was one of the lawyers that were provided by the bank. So.
0: Oh, well, then you got to bring a lawyer. I brought my lawyer to my yeah. house closing.
1: And, and I got to be honest with you, you know, the way the market crashed, I mean, our home values went through the shitter so quickly. Yeah. And I almost felt a little bit taken back then, you know, like, well, this is like a lot of these things that they I was being told by the lenders and the lawyers and everybody yeah. that it, it's now false, you know, and I could see why people would get upset. And I can what I can were you told a- that was false? Um, I felt I was told what was false as about how the market was going to handle itself. Uh, your house, uh, the real estate market has never been better. Uh, you're very protected. At that point, it at had never been At that particular point, and it was, you know, there wasn't anything false at that particular point, but you had the feeling that, you know, almost like a snake oil salesman is like, hey, well, buy this. let me you ask know. you. I, I yeah. buy
0: stocks, okay? Mm-hmm. My guy always says to me. My house this, was my stock. This, has, this stock has perf- over the years has performed very well. Mm-hmm. And he'll call me if something doesn't perform well and be like, you know, hey, you know, uh, you know, just keep an eye on it. It'll come back up or whatever. or It should come back up or history. Should. And I would say, it's fine, dude. I you didn't. It's not guaranteed. There's no guarantee that anything's going to increase in value.
1: I think the biggest issue is that these lenders were giving people homes. And I might be included in this list that probably shouldn't have gotten the loan in the first place. Ah, And that is where the kicker comes in. Now, I had the equity at the time in order to get that home. But at the same time, there was a lot of people that didn't. So Luke's going to go over there. So
0: bye, bye, bye. I want to give you up. I I it up. You make crazy
1: and it ain't no.
0: That was for Jill. The housing market <laughs> crash. Uh, well,
1: w- what I'm getting at is the the people that got loans. And I'm one of the lucky ones. I pay my loan every month. I've never missed a payment. I'm on the level, and I think things are looking up actually for my home now. But at the time, I yeah. know a lot of people that bought homes at the exact same time that lost their home. Sure. And I kept thinking to myself, and these are friends of mine. Yeah. They should have never got a loan in the first.
0: Exactly. There was no
1: money, and that's where I thought the predatory side of things was no, coming out. Not so, the
0: predatory. Now, part of it was part of it was predatory.
1: And that's why I felt like that lawyer, parts of it, the parts snake of it. oil side of things. I felt maybe yeah, I that was lawyers, viewed as that like, "Yeah, get, this guy's going to go." Broke that lawyers getting, getting paid out. for that visit, no yeah. matter
0: what. Herein lies your issue. Mm-hmm. Way back in the late seventies.
1: Oh, we're going to do all this.
0: A fella named Jimmy Carter, greatest president, created a scenario where lower income people should be able to buy houses. It didn't really. He didn't really do much with it. It was more of a. Um,
1: is this before or after he created Billy Beer?
0: During. Um, <laughs> it was sort of like he set it up, but nothing was ever enforced. All right. A little bit with Mr. Reagan, a little bit with George Bush. Um, But the significance of it. And this is why I, I when I get into these discussions, I actually researched a lot of this. And I get in these discussions with people that say George Bush crashed the housing market because no, it happened on his watch.
1: A president can't crash the housing
0: market. Um, no president can. Mm, mm. See, he didn't do it. Um, yep. Bill Clinton took this law that, that Jimmy Carter had sort of like dabbled with and signed off a bunch of things saying, one, if loan companies did not... Loan their money to a certain percentage of high risk, a certain percentage, okay, of high risk. They were forced to; they would face fines and possibly lose their license. This was like part of the thing. Can't look you up
1: right now, so I I will take your word for everything. It's true. I've Hmm. done
0: the I've done the research. He signed this into law. Truthers
1: have done their research too.
0: Yeah, on blogs. (laughs) Um, So essentially, these these. Um, companies were forced to loan to certain people. Then they deregulated um, I, him and Congress, deregulated the industry, which created these arms where... Or
1: the 7-1 arms and all those? Yeah. yeah where
0: yeah. It, It's, okay, for the first seven years, you only have she to pay us 500 and but then, then it's going <laughs> to balloon to 3000 Yeah. Okay. Created that scenario, which anybody with their right mind, when I was first offered an arm loan, I went... Am I going to make that much more money in seven years? You know, and they and it, the whole thing was, don't worry about it because the value is only going to go up.
1: <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> bye bye bye. I wanna be a lullaby. Don't know the words. I'm gonna still sing to you. You may hate me, but Luke, don't lie. Bye bye bye. Okay.
0: Okay. So then they he allowed that to happen. Right. Right. I'm saying he, the federal government, but this was on Clinton's watch. So it was Clinton in Congress. Um. Then they deregulated the – Republicans
1: ran Congress back then, but Clinton – For part of it. It was like a split. The last four years of his president. And
0: the first four were Democrats. Democrats. Okay. So then there was a uh, deregulation of how much money banks had to have to have a loan. All right. On hand, how much cash they actually – and he decreased it to nothing. So essentially they were – then they were insuring these loans – Okay, and there's a, there's a there's a documentary about this, and if you look it up, yeah, Matt Damon uh, was the narrator for it. Okay. And it, it breaks down. This is where I first— I think I've heard of this documentary. And it was extremely yeah. interesting, and it talked about how they were basically insuring loans at, like, so much percent over the actual value of the loan, mm-hmm. knowing that these people weren't going to pay it back. Because they couldn't, so what you had then was insurance. So the insurance industry, when when everything started to, to fall apart,
1: uh, two thousand uh, early two thousand eight,
0: so yeah, when everything started to fall apart, when Luke bought his home in two thousand and six, mm-hmm. um, you had people. the The banks were getting insurance money for loans that they knew would never. Would never be paid off, yeah, so because it was all deregulated, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> so Ed, edit, edit. therein lies your crash, yeah, because people couldn't pay back their loans, the insurance companies had to pay back pay the banks all this money on these loans that they did, so well, everything snowballed well let's
1: let's let's take everything you said take it for brass truth and just say that's what it is what it is it is the people that got these loans are they at fault are they at fault yeah it, it is regardless of who's responsible for setting the system up to fail as it did when you think about it it's almost set up to fail because of the deregulation involved that you're saying
0: well, it was regulated for a certain reason. It do was regulated so that the, the the industry wouldn't fall fucking apart.
1: Let's let's take you know, there's people that read and do research, and then there's people that just want a home for their kids, and they're not people that know anything about uh, realty or anything like that, and they just want to get a home. That's and why they have to take the people that know the the industry at face value okay and say i want a home
0: okay so you hire, but then there is i knew i didn't know the industry i knew that an arm loan was bullshit i knew an interest only loan was bullshit Mm where you only pay the interest because the value is only gonna i had a guy offer me that i'm like are you fucking high (laughs) my neighbor actually has an interest only loan i don't know how the fuck they're gonna pay off their house but that's just well they must be paying more He, he said no i just hit that every month like it was the most casual conversation ever. Like He's why basically would you pay paying more. rent on his yeah, house like as the value say, goes down. Yeah, that's gonna work out great for your kids. Um So <laughs> it is Sadly, you know, some people don't know, and that's when you hire someone you should that does yeah. know, you should do your research. But
1: I guess what I'm getting at kids, isn't it kind of a, these kids a, a, a get lot of these people? Loans, are fault, you these kids that
0: these No, because it's these kids that get these loans, they're it's not like they're saying I had one, the one guy on the board was like, I was, my teachers told me if with a college education, I'd be guaranteed a good job. I said, well, then your teacher's a moron, and so are you for believing them.
1: <laughs> okay. I think every teacher says that, just to be fair. Well, oh, yeah, get a college education. I heard a commercial on the way home last night. Get a degree. You could double your earning potential over the course of your life.
0: Earning and I, potential. I laughed
1: so hard because of those
0: two key words. Earning, potential. earning potential. Well, guess yeah. what? You got to have half a brain to do shit like this. <laughs> You're, it's not their fault that you took out a loan with a higher interest rate than you should have. They, they gave you ten years to pay to start making payments. You know, they said get you get a. St- if you can't get a job, you know how many of these people are sitting on their fucking couch playing video games, smoking pot, going, I can't find a job. Seven. I can't find a job. I can't find it. You know, no,
1: I know people like that. And I know people that legitimately can't find a job because they got a fucking raw deal. And that's why I guess I always try to see the fine line between people being taken advantage of and people being stupid. And I think there's a lot of gray area when it comes to the housing market. Loans for for college, uh, man... It's really tough because if, it's not nearly as complicated if, to get if, a college loan. Or does this if home. If the sometimes. law
0: says to me, I'm buying a house. The law says, yeah, you can offer them this arm or this interest only loan. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think arm stands for adjusted rate mortgage yes, or something like yes, that. It does. Um, if they're offering you this, this sure. arm or this thing. Okay. And the law says they can do it. Is that fraudulent? No. Uh,
1: I think if. You give somebody the concept, no, it's not fraudulent, but is it is it dishonest and that's not, take the morals out of it. Is it dishonest for a lender? no to it's not offer, dishonest is it is it is it dishonest for a lender to offer that to somebody
0: that they almost are guaranteed not to not to be able to pay- are they required by law to do this i I would hope so I they would were tell. required by law yeah. to offer a certain percentage a certain percentage. Um, let me ask you this: If I walk up to you and I say, "Nick, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you two singles Ooh. for that five. All right, that doesn't because seem fair. two is two, <laughs> because I'm offering you two bills mm-hmm. for that one, and mm-hmm. you say, "Okay," and you give it to me. Did I defraud you in any way? Um, yes, yeah, you the, were
1: you were dishonest. Did
0: I tell you that they were worth more? Uh, by
1: your phrasing, no.
0: OK, so if but I ca-
1: you, you have lied to me,
0: I did not lie to you. Yes, I said I just made you an offer. You made me an offer. But- Better yet, you came to me. Oh. <laughs> OK, you came to me looking to break up that five into two bills. Wouldn't
1: you say that is you taking advantage
0: of somebody that doesn't know the value of two
1: versus uh, five? because they think the quantity is more than the value, is that not you taking advantage of somebody's ignorance?
0: No. That's well, not, well, you're taking I'm not advantage taking of ignorance. I'm benefiting from their ignorance. You're taking advantage of I'm them. I'm not taking advantage. It's not my job to fix your fucking head. All I'm saying is you're taking it's not, advantage of somebody. It's not, it's not the loan industry's job to... They, they put everything out there. They have a disclosure laws. They offer this. You know, most they, criminals they say, take advantage of people. But they're doing something illegal. All right. Just because it's not illegal doesn't mean you're not taking advantage of somebody. No, nah, that's bullshit. That's absolutely that's such true. Bullshit. How because, is that bullshit? Because you're. It's not. If I'm not taking. Right. If I'm not hiding the information from you. All right. And what I'm doing is legal. I'm saying I'm laying it all out there. I'm giving it to you. Whether it's eighty pages, I get a contract. Okay. From Aurelio's every five years that I have to sign. All right. I read that thing. I found mistakes. That their lawyer made. Okay. Okay? That he, like, g- gross, like, deletions of information that would have benefited them. Like, like they, they, they did. I'm like, you need to put this in here. This is wrong. Okay? The point is, and the point I'm trying to make is, the information's offered. It's your job. And this goes back. It's not anybody's fucking job to handhold you through life.
1: No, it's not.
0: Get all, get smarten up.
1: Well, that's the problem.
0: Not- I have, I have, I have people that I employ that have gone out and gotten jobs. You know, they went finished school, got jobs, have bought cars, have bought houses. I've had multiple occasions. I have one girl that's starting her own business. Mm-hmm. They bring the stuff to me. They're smart enough to go. I'm asking someone who's been through this and not just me. I'm not saying it's because me and I know everything, but they're saying, Will you look at this? What's a good interest rate for a car? What should I be looking for? Where can I go? Where you know, how much wiggle room do I have? Okay. When I buy this house, should I do this? Do I do this? One girl started a business. I'm like, did you did you set yourself up as a corporation or LLC? It protects you from XYZ. And they say, Oh, okay, good.
1: They're getting information from somebody. They're that out help there them.
0: seeking right. to find if I don't understand something, mm-hmm. and this is a message to everybody out there, if you don't understand something, ask somebody who does. All right. And if you agree to something, fucking follow through. It's not fraud because it's not against the law. Fraud implies that it's illegal.
1: All right. Well, I imagine that there's certain aspects of it that be considered fraud. I mean, they've changed a lot of the lending procedures. Because of the explosion of the market, they've changed some
0: procedures because of that. Yeah, because they found Which that have now were, like bit, there the were issues with them. Yeah. Okay, you don't go back and then say, okay, well now because it's now it's against the law. well, no, they changed it to fix it. But for if I'm mistaken,
1: that F- uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were fined considerable amounts of money by the federal government for their their practices or their lending
0: practices. I don't know what they did. I can't. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I don't okay, know.
1: if there was an illegal aspect to the summit
0: and it was actually fined, then. There is fraud involved. And that's the point. Okay. But they did something fraudulent. That doesn't mean that everyone, ever, the whole Absolutely, system. Absolutely. No, it doesn't
1: mean the whole system's fraudulent. But I'm saying if somebody got screwed over because of fraud practices, I was. it goes back down to the original thing. Is it 100% their fault? And no, because no, if there is
0: fraud involved. If there's fraud yeah. involved. These people are saying that the loan given to them was fraudulent. Well, right. no. They were given a high interest rate. And, and as they far as signed stud, it.
1: As far as the students go, I guess I would have to read about the loan. I guess if you could read the loan and it says we're going to charge you 29% over the course of this many years, this is your loan. And that was the end of the discussion. Yes, it's absolutely fraudulent. Are you not fraudulent? They they owe the fucking money. And that's the end of the story. If they were told something completely
0: different, that's and then against there, the yeah, law. Yeah, that's, was a fight, That's illegal. There, and and therein lies the problem. And I think we agree on that 100%. Yeah, if it's so. illegal, it's fraudulent. If you're too stupid.
1: I like your to- example of the $5, $2 scenario. They actually talked about this in the Something Gate episode. Just because something is not illegal
0: doesn't make it right or wrong.
1: In, well, in this is, scenario, it, yeah. is
0: it a little shady that I don't go, wait, Nick, wait, Nick, because you're, you're praying off the ignorance. But it, let me, if this is my business. Yeah. Okay. Like, all right. Talk about my business. It's like John Candy and stripes okay. taking Say all the money at the poker $5 table. Five dollars to make a pizza. Okay. And I can sell it for 10. Yes. and Make a profit. Yes. But I can sell it for 12. Okay. And make more profit. That's not fraudulent in any way. Okay. No. But is it my job to walk out to as I'm selling the pizza to say, you know, you can get the same pizza for 10 and I'd still make money? It's
1: on not it. that uh, it's a different scenario, because what you're doing is pricing it to where people will pay for it. Uh, if people will pay $12 for your pizza, even though you paid five for it, then they'll so pay for the 12- loan
0: company is pricing their loan to the point where people will pay for that's it. That's what they'll do. Yeah. You have the right to seek a loan elsewhere.
1: Well, your scenario is you're preying off the ignorance of somebody that's stupid to think the quantity of what you're giving them, is worth more than the original thing. So No, well, I'm, not pr- I'm praying you're not off praying you are not off the pizza guy. But I'm... Okay, but if You're I, just pricing a product at a certain level. Now, if they stop buying your pizza,
0: if I, you're going to okay, have to lower your so price. Okay, so say rate. I offer... Uh, you're scamming, is what you're doing. I'm not scamming. Yeah. If you come to me, I'll give you this five for those two ones. <laughs> then you're just a moron, and I would go through with it. If I tell you... Two is more than one. I, I absolutely would love to pull like a bunch of people. If I well, if I tell you two is more than one, then I'm scamming you. If you say yes, I'll you, trade you this for those. I, okay, like, here's okay. here's a
1: scenario. Luke says, and I, I, everyone, please write on our board. I want I want your opinions on this uh, scenario. If you think this is on the level, or if you think it's fucked up, Luke is going to offer me two singles for the $5 bill I no, no, have. No, no, no. no. Right. In order in for exchange. the scenario, in order for the scenario to be right.
0: like a, a student loan. All right. You need to come to me and ask me. I will give you this <laughs> 5 for those two ones.
1: Okay, the original thing you told me was like, hey, I'll give you two shiny dollars for this $5 well, yeah, bill. Yeah, Oh yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But to, I'm trying to to, okay. to 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 line it up with the loan situation because these people with the loans, yes, they're advertising. Mm-hmm. But they're not like coming to you going hey, buddy, I got a deal for you. It's actually a perfect analogy for the student loan when you think about it because the student loan costs two bucks. You're giving me
1: five, for, you know, yeah, it's, it works on a lot of levels. So. But
0: essentially they're, they're bankrolling your education and then people are coming back and saying, yeah, the interest rate's too high or <laughs> I can't pay that back, I didn't get a job.
1: I think Ernie was actually a really big opponent of student loans and how it, he feels that it's uh, screwing over people. Ernie, if you're listening to this, uh, definitely write in as well because I would love to hear. I think he's gone batshit over student loans. Do I think
0: the student loan industry needs to be adjusted, adjusted, yeah. regulated more? Yeah. Um, is it, f- I don't want to say fair, but is it feasible to think some kid is going to be able to pay back at this interest rate? Um, and people defraud on student loans all the time. Or not defraud. Uh, uh, don't pay them. You know they say oh, can't pay it. Sorry. And what happens? <laughs> so that affects the interest rates too yeah. because they need to make the money to cover that. So hey, I think man. it. I think it needs to be regulated. I don't think the interest rates should be so high. But they say you're making a profit off of my education when my sure. education should be there. no. The world is made for profit. It's a great topic of conversation.
1: All you other podcasts out there, please discuss. I would love to hear other people's opinions on this one. So, um, if you don't mind, we'll we'll leave it there. I wanted your quick hits on other shit that was discussed while you were um, uh, just briefly away. Uh, the Jackie Robinson West. Any uh, opinion on that? They cheated. There you go.
0: We agree. They should. There's the hallelujah sign. There them losing their, <laughs> them losing their championship. You. you Feel about the kids?
1: It's sad for them. Uh,
0: you know, anytime Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton gets involved, I'm going to go the other direction. Oh, you didn't
1: hear my uh, my I was I was basically stating that Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. I'm glad that that was very very quick and very over. Unfortunately, yeah. were the first assholes to get a microphone, but uh, it faded away as quickly. As, they you
0: know. the, the the people cheated. Yeah, you don't. You don't all, get if, you, if you let them keep the championship, all you're teaching them is cheating is okay.
1: Uh let's see. What were the other fucking ones? And see the last one was any thoughts on the Oscars.
0: It was on TV. Alright. So- <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I, I of- think what I got from the Oscars was Neil Patrick Harris made some of some fun of some lady's dress who was gave a speech about her son committing suicide. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's yeah. so that's the only thing. I and then American Sniper didn't win, which it should have.
1: There was one thing that I forgot. Uh, a couple episodes back w- was basically the pilot for uh, Something Gate, and we wish you had we 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 wish we had you on um, because we were talking about objects that you could still pay money for and get that you could never part with. Is there something in your house, something around here that you could never part ways with? Uh, let's say it's. This copy of Police Academy was given to me by my mom um, and I love it so much and I'm like it's a fucking copy of Police Academy. You know, you can buy one for $5. It would
0: be tough. I don't think you can't there's part a, with. There's, yeah. there's there's always a price. Okay. <laughs> You're turning into meat and you get away from you get away from like, you know, your pets and your wife. Yeah, obviously. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a price, but the thing that would be tough like my Greg Maddox signed baseball. Yeah. Um, would be tough. You'd really have to pay me a what, lot. What's the market
1: honor. value on a Greg Maddox baseball right now? Like 200 bucks?
0: Signed? Yeah. And it's got his uh, authenticity yeah, yeah, and a picture that, of him signing shit. it and yeah. it's got his four Cy Young years I'd on it. Say 300 it. bucks? Probably more.
1: Really? So if somebody mm-hmm. was like, thousand bucks, Luke, let's make it happen? No. No? No. Is, where's your it's all relative. It's all relative to what's <laughs> we thousand You know you're a whore.
0: Bucks, What's the value? What's a thousand bucks going to do for me?
1: Give you seven hundred more dollars.
0: <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna pay, it's gonna pay. You know, four fifths of my mortgage. we
1: were talking about this. Because and then it's gone. I'm gonna sell the Mario statue. The Mario statue that I have is worth about two to three k, easy. It's okay. some, this piece of plastic that's yeah. sitting, fucking taking up space in my basement. Mm-hmm. And we have all these great memories of it. I think you've humped the statue a few times. You know, in a drunken stupor, but mm-hmm. you know that that okay. happens. But why wouldn't I sell it?
0: You know, well, it's a Mario statue.
1: <laughs> it's a fucking Mario statue.
0: I don't know. I <laughs> I got my Ernie Banks baseball up there. Yeah, that I like. That'd be a tough one. Um, you I know, got but, a moose I, but here's the thing. And
1: I still look at it like, oh, moose.
0: <laughs> I, I I buy those things for the sake of having them. Yes, it's not an investment. Right. Um.
1: You wanted it for... Just so I could go up there and I could look
0: at it and say, it's Greg Maddux signed that. I
1: I think we kind of got along the lines of something that you bought maybe as a collectible, not so much as, like, this is your favorite thing, like, ooh, this might go up in value one day, but then you got a personal attachment to it, and you're like, oh, I can't do it, you know? Um,
0: I don't know. Yeah, nothing? Nothing. that book up there, there's a, a. I think you've mentioned it on the show before. It's a actually, 19, it was written in the early 1900s. It's a book about Italy. That's really cool. Um, with a leather cover, like yep. original bindings. Um, that was uh, from my parents' house. That's the one. And thing, I always yeah. liked it. they had it for years and years and years. And I probably wouldn't. That's the one. I, I think, wouldn't sell yeah. that Cause, because it's it was my parents.
1: I got you. See, yeah, you know, anything that you associate with uh, a person. Uh, can become really powerful. They just they did a fucking study. But
0: again, I have a price. Um, if somebody offered me twenty grand for it, I would sell it.
1: There is a podcast called Tell Him Steve Dave off the Kevin Smith Network, and on the episode they brought up a uh, he was he was taking his um, niece's change jar to the bank to get fucking money for it, and inside the change jar was a nineteen thirty eight swastika penny. From fucking Germany just happened to be in the change jar, like who he didn't know where the, where it came from, or anything, okay. and the guys were talking about it on the show, and they were everyone was like, you know just like this is fucking weird, yeah, holding it, yeah because you know where this was in the time frame, yeah, and so they they basically there's a power associated with the object of like I have a fucking pen, and I tell you this was einstein's pen mm-hmm. you'd be like, that's awesome, and if I told you this is a pen, this was Hitler's pen, you'd be like. That's fucked up. You wouldn't want to touch it anymore. Why do people associate power with fucking inanimate objects?
0: Because the those inanimate objects were in a time when you think yeah. they're held by you know. I mean, I don't know. I you know I got the Greg Maddox baseball. Greg Maddox held that he in his touched hand it. and yeah, signed it's, it.
1: it. It's cool, but and at the same time, I, it's, you know, it's still just but a baseball, right? No. Well,
0: but it's what you associate. You know, if I'm a World War II history buff that penny's going to have some significance to me.
1: And they were like, man, you know what? Like, this could have been actually held by Hitler at one time. And they're like, oh, I can't, I can't even touch it, you know, just because they had that association with it. Ah, man. you know. It's weird.
0: not touch it, I'd be like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. It's what's it worth?
1: Well, the, well, it was worth like $40. Hey, 40 <laughs> they were like, what's this fucking thing worth? We're going to sell this shit. Penny
0: for a dollar. Um, That's not scamming. Yeah, I don't, you know, <laughs> it's... It's all it all comes down to like personal uh I think everything has a price. You could buy anything in this house for a price. Lloyd, you're coming home with me. Nah, he's sleeping. Except Deuters.
1: Got a Jonas story of the week? I feel like I did, but <laughs> We've been talking too long. No Jonas story this. Uh
0: week. did you did you find out hear about the cake yesterday?
1: <sighs> okay, we got the a Jonas. Story. That-
0: <laughs> So Jonah's, Jonah, they had their uh, one-year-old daughter's this birthday party Jonas at the restaurant. Story. Yeah, I
1: heard about the fucking cake.
0: And oh Jonah's God, like, so... Uh, and I look, he shows me the cake. And like the corner of it, in one corner, there's just like a pile of frosting.
1: Wait, wait, let's, let's describe the cake. It's a sheet cake, pink frosting with a little s- skull and bones on it. Yeah, it was like a
0: pirate-themed. Yeah. Um, and, and the corner is just covered like a pile of frosting. <laughs> and he goes, so... um, uh, I made this cake and uh, uh what was, I forgot <laughs> how he phrased it. He was like and the corner the corner got eaten. Guess by who? And I'm like, Chewy. And he's like, Yep, <laughs> Chewy had to test the cake. He ah. goes, I had it sitting on the counter and Chewy and uh yeah, that's their dog Chewy Who.
1: <laughs> but wait a second, time out. Did he just cover up the chewed part with frosting? Or did he actually cut the wedge out where the dog germs? Well, been? that's
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> God damn, Otis or Lloyd, what fucking Spartan. Um, his aunt. I said, oh, "What'd you shit. do with the chew?" Party he goes. My aunt ate it, and I go, "Okay." He goes, "But she's got dogs." I go, "I have dogs." <laughs> he goes, "She's got two dogs." I go, "I have two dogs." I didn't logic, want man. the I didn't want the dog eaten part.
1: I didn't. Yeah, Allison was like, I hope this isn't the dog-eating part when he's just sitting there eating the cake. You're like, oh, I hope not either. So
0: so uh, that's the Jonah story. It's, if, if Jonah serves long, you cake, make sure the dog didn't <laughs> chew on it. And if Jonah puts a binky in your mouth, make sure it didn't fall on my floor and he didn't suck it clean.
1: He's still giving me shit about that. He's like, fucking everyone does that shit. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, quick promotions. Um, March 10th at Aurelio's Pizza in Joliet from about 6 to 8.30 p.m. We're doing a drive for St. Baldrick's. Uh, Jonah's team is the Silly Kilts. Uh, You can go to stbaldrick's.com and donate. All the proceeds... Uh, Excuse me, go to uh, Cancer Research, Uh, Kids Fighting Cancer. They're shaving off their heads in solidarity for all the kids. Uh, And
0: 10% of all sales that day go go to the St. Paul's. So even if you can't make it from 6 to 8.30, if you order
1: or dine in,
0: uh, 10% of all sales.
1: And they're doing a raffle uh, between that period, the 6 to 8.30 period. So come on in, uh, grab a slice, uh, support Luke, support Jonah, and that's awesome. And also, we have uh, The Odd Couple at Bicentennial Park in Joliet uh, the weekends of April tenth and seventeenth. April tenth and April seventeenth. Friday, Saturday,
0: Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Come see Luke live,
1: play and pretend with his uh, yeah. Friend. Playing, Jeff Matson
0: playing Oscar. Jeff, uh, Jeff's one of the co-directors. Okay. Uh, my friend Al is, Al. Sorry, about Al that, plays yeah. Felix. Uh, Lisa, who I is the one I approached about the, uh, the odd couple, or the podcast is one of the Pigeon Sisters.
1: We want more people? Bring in.
0: And uh, I'm trying to think who else that I. I think we the. Those are the only three I knew going into the show. Very cool, man. And, and, well, Steve, the other director too, but uh, all the other guys and the other uh, woman in it is are new people to me. So
1: awesome. Well, uh, definitely check those out. We'll post them on our. Oh, website. I'm
0: sorry, my friend Justin's in it too. I forgot.
1: Sweet. Uh, let's see. Definitely go listen to all the other podcasts on the disease network. Something gate. You're gonna get a disease, and um, that just happened. All premiering this week. Yeah, good times. You got anything else, man?
0: I think we fucking talked long enough. Yeah, I got to pee. I think you should probably fucking break it into two episodes.
1: <laughs> well, we're not there yet, but I can if you really want to. So, like, we can talk for 30 more minutes. <laughs> we already ended the show. <laughs> well, buddy. Fuck it. Just keep going. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Jonah more. Jonah once had sex with a woman where we got a ladder out and watched. But we'll have to get to that later. So, Oh, yeah. yes. That was the Jonah story. Eh? <laughs> All right, man. Anything else, man? Nah. For Luke, this is Nick. Go get a disease, everybody. Later.